Good morning. This is Nina um, Puri uh, with MICS. So thank you so much for being here. And um, so today I'm going to walk you through uh, different pranayam. It is uh, called uh, Kapalbhati or fire breath. And relating to that, and we're going to talk about the emotion of fire, which is anger. So we'll have a conversation about that. And uh, so if you are watching, uh, please uh, thank you so much for being here. And I always love to know that you are here. I'm also going to be looking at my cell phone uh, to figure out who's joining and give me a thumbs up, say hello. And um, so follow along and uh, please, I will uh, pause, I give a few minutes after this uh, conversation, after this episode. And questions stick around, you can post the questions in the comment section. And I'll go over to my cell phone here, can look at the questions and uh, we'll be happy to address them. Uh, so very good. Go ahead and, and let's go ahead and get comfortable. So there's no um, particular way to sit when we are meditating or sitting in silence. The way to sit is the way that is comfortable for you. Uh, for many people, it's sitting on a chair or a couch with the back support. For some, it's on the floor with support for your knees. And some can sit cross-legged, so there's no requirement to sit in a particular way. Uh, it's really important to be uh, comfortable in the body because unless we are comfortable in the body, uh, we'll get stuck in the body. We'll get stuck in the pain or the discomfort of the body and can't go beyond it and experience uh, what I'm asking you to experience. So take a moment to get comfortable. And gently close your eyes. Dropping into the body. So let's start with our hips. Allow the hips to become heavy or sink into your seat, chair, or the floor. Lean into the hips so the weight is even on both sides. You can adjust to see that you're even and comfortable. As you relax the hips, allow your thighs front and back, your knees, your calves and your shins, your ankles and toes to become relaxed. So from your hips all the way down to your toes, allow the body to become heavy and relaxed. Now gently lift the belly. As you do that, you'll begin to lift the sternum. And you'll also begin to lift the shoulders. 
So feel that lift, pedal the shoulders into the back and notice how that lengthens the spine. And imagine that the top of the head is being pulled up towards the ceiling. So you're just lengthening the spine, but still being with ease. Relaxing the back, your shoulders, elbows, wrists, and your fingers. And go ahead and open and close your mouth a few times like you are yawning. Make funny faces. I'm the only one being watched, so if I am brave, you can do it too. So make funny faces, open and close your mouth a few times. We have a body. We have to be comfortable in being in our body, okay? So as you do that, it'll help you relax the jaw, relax your facial muscles, and relax your forehead. Very good. Now from your toes all the way to your fingertips, notice what there is to notice in the body. Do you need to adjust a little more? Is there any tension that's arising to the surface? So allow a little bit more ease into your body. And much the same way, gently check in with the activity in the mind. Any unresolved thought that's coming to surface. Just noticing and allow the mind to be as it is. The mantra for the mind is never mind the mind. And instead, gently bring your attention to your breath above the base of your upper lip, below your nostrils, noticing your inhale and your exhale. On the inhale, you may notice a cooling influx of air through your nose. On the exhale, you will notice a touch of warm, moist air at the base of your upper lip. Now see if you can hear the sound of your breath. It's very subtle, but you can hear it. Now notice the movement of the breath in your body, movement in your chest, your ribs, and perhaps your belly. Notice there's a rhythm to the breath, and the rhythm is circular. How each inhale seamlessly joins the next exhale. Each exhale seamlessly joins the next inhale. Very good. So when we tune into the sound, the movement and the rhythm of the breath, we are breathing consciously.
That's it. Continue to breathe consciously. Very good. Now let's go ahead and articulate the breath a little more. So just gently slide your hands over to the belly. Your next inhale, direct the breath to your belly. Lengthen and lift the breath. At the end of the inhale, just gently turn around and empty the breath out. Inhale, directing the breath to your belly. Allow it to expand fully into your palms. Lengthen the breath towards the top of your head. And without force, when the breath is full, turn around and empty it out. So at the end of the exhalation, gently pull the navel in to exhale completely. It's the only effort in the breathing. That's it. Notice the belly expanding, your heart lifting as you inhale. And the heart gently dropping, belly contracting at the end of the exhale. And continue. Notice how when we Direct to the mind, to the breath. The mind naturally slows down. The breath becomes slower, longer, and deeper. And notice how it can also slow down the heartbeat. With each breath, ease into your body a little more. Continue. We're going to continue just this conscious breathing for a good another minute. Expand the belly fully with each inhale. Pull the belly in with each exhale. And again. Very good. Now I want you to pay attention to the navel point. So the navel is, it's also called Nabhi, 
It's about three inches beneath the belly button. There are 72,000 channels or naris in the body, and they all go through the navel point. It's a very important and a potent point. If we pay attention to it and move it with our breath, it'll um, increase circulation and uh, wonderful for the whole body. So yogis say that if you can pump your navel every day, you can get rid of all diseases. So, and we're gonna use the navel point for the next breath, which is Kapalbhati. You have heard about it. And it's also called the fire breath. So I'm gonna teach it to you a little differently. Um, go ahead and stick your tongue out and begin to pant like a dog. Keep going. Associate. Notice how when you say ha, the navel is being pulled in. So associate the pulling of the navel with the sound of the ha, and that's your exhale. Now gently pull the tongue in and keep doing this breath. So the breath is moving through the nostrils and your navel is pumping. You will see the whole belly moving. And there's this sound that you can hear with my breath. And relax. So this breath is detoxifying. What that means is if, we've, if this is the first time you're doing it, it can make you feel a little overheated. It can make you feel perhaps nauseated or you're fatigued, okay? These are very common um, outcomes of using this breath if you, this is the first few times that you're doing it. And the inhale, we don't worry about because in between each exhale, the inhale is just natural. So there's a little bit more focus on the exhale. And if you have any cardiac health issues or heart health issues, or if you are um, pregnant and uh, there's, you know, hypertension, so I want you to continue to just use the conscious breath that we did before, or you do this breath very gently, especially if you're pregnant, don't do this breath. Um, just use the normal, your conscious belly breath. Okay, so we're going to do this breath. I'm going to start with 15 times, 15 strokes, pause. I'm going to do 15 strokes three times, just so you can um, build it up. First time, 15 minutes is plenty. All right, so go ahead and begin. Deep inhale. Inhale and relax. You can't see my belly, um, but my be if you put your hand on it, you will notice that the navel point, the belly at the navel point is continuously pumping. Okay. We'll do it again. Deep inhale.
Inhale deep, hold. And exhale. Relax. Just one more time, deep inhale. Inhale deep. Suspend the breath. And exhale. Go ahead and relax. So you may experience a little soreness in the belly, that's possible. Feels lightheaded or you just feel clarity. Soreness in the belly is because of this. Everything we experience in our life, we experience at our belly first. The emotionality, we feel it in our navel point first. Okay? Because we're not aware of it, we hold on to the emotions there. We never really move the emotions from there. And we just work from the head point to trying to figure out, express, and understand how to deal with emotions. So when we use the navel to breathe, the little soreness is the effect of the release of that stuck or trapped emotion. Emotion is energy. Breathing dissipates that energy, begin to create a better flow. And the little soreness is a byproduct and you will feel better. It doesn't last, okay? So I invite you to use this breath, um, you know, built with 15 strokes. If this feels good, start with, then go 30. You can go up to 100 strokes. So don't push it. Let your body guide you. When you feel that this is too much, this breath you have to build upon. So when you feel it's too much, I'm feeling lightheaded, just simply stop and practice your normal um, breathing. Less is more. So please don't think that if you breathe like this for five minutes and longer, it's going to be better. No. You know, one minute is enough. And um, that's enough. Stay there. And it'll, it'll help you get settled in the body. It'll bring clarity in the mind. It'll bring fresh um, flow of oxygen and blood into oxygen into the bloodstream. And that will make you feel better. Okay. So now um, we're going to talk about anger, which is um, very suited, appropriate for the breath that we did. Anger is fire. I think there is not a person on this planet who has not felt anger, especially these times. You don't see any anger around you lately. Uh, so, and we need, you know, I, I want to talk about these things because these are the things that we are experiencing and feeling, but there is such a stigma attached about the emotions that we're feeling that we don't talk about it. There's absolutely no stigmatization when it comes to feeling your emotions. Emotions are no wrong and never wrong. From anywhere to feeling anger to rage or um, 
all the darker emotions. These are the spectrum, the spectrum of emotions that every human being experiences. They are not right or wrong. They just are. So where this stigmatization comes from, I think, is because we've been told that feeling angry is bad. Stop getting angry, right? And one of the reasons we do that, because the anger is, um, we react with anger. So when you are subjected to anger, you say, stop being angry at me. So here is something to understand. Anger is not meant to burn others. Okay, so I'm going to repeat that. Anger is not meant to burn others, but that is what we do. The reason why we do that is because we don't know what to do with it. Anger is a very intense emotion. Because it's an intense emotion, it's, it's seeking to be expressed. So when we express it by getting angry at someone else, even using physical force, that's the, you know, where the physical abuse comes in. We don't want to do that, but that's what happens. And or we throw things around, that's better than getting physically angry. Um, because it needs a release, we, we spit it out on others and we do other things we should not do. We do things that we regret later. Okay? We feel better. When we feel better, then we realize, oh my God. You know, I was just angry. I, I really should have thought this through. And it happens next time. So it's not about thinking this through. That's one thing. That's what we're going to talk about, understanding anger. But it's really learning what to do with it. First of all, even tuning in. Uh, many times, You know, to talk about the emotions is complex, but I'm going to start talking about it because we have to start somewhere. Many times, um, you know, when we are on the onset of the emotion, we don't catch it in time before we realize we have just projected it outward and we have done something that. Um, we have to apologize for later and regret. That's okay. We're all humans. It happens. But what I want to give you, a, a, you know, a tool on learning how to identify that the anger is coming up. Some of the physical symptoms of getting angry is you clench your jaw. Or you can feel, you can, people even start to make a fist. Okay. They, they're, you know, um, nostrils may flutter, or there's, you know, redness on the face. And another thing, most another thing that happens that our breath becomes very fast, shallow, and rapid. It also increases the heart rate. Many times people get so angry that they leave the scene. They don't know how to express it. They don't know what to do with it. They're scared of confrontation, so they take off. They calm down, but what happens, anger remains. They get on with their life. Now there's a next instance where they become, um, the anger comes again. Now this time, it's 
um, 10 times more fierce because it's, there's been a buildup. It has never been expressed. So each time we don't express it, each new thing that makes us angry, it doesn't identify, are you angry about this or are you angry about this? It just got, gets all jump, you know, kind of jumbled, like kind of all gets messed together. So it becomes this big, you know, mountain of anger that we don't know where it came from and we don't know what to do. So when you notice that anger coming upon, I gave you the physical symptoms, you can sense it. What do you do with it? You first of all, tune into that you are feeling angry. Remember, acknowledging to yourself that I am angry is very different from, say, punching somebody on the face because you're angry, right? So expressing, understanding anger and expressing anger and communicating that you are angry is very different from expressing anger and hurting someone and then regretting later. So first of all, acknowledge to yourself that you are angry. And, you know, it's up to you to tune into and say, why are you angry? What made you angry? What happened? Go through the scenario in your mind and understand it. But most importantly, feel it. Feel the anger. Take a minute to close your eyes. Feel the angry. Get as angry as you want to get. Just like, you know, for kids, when they get angry, I've told my son, stomp your feet on the floor. Find him a punching bag. And so we need a way, a healthier way to express anger. Adults need the same thing. It's not just for kids. What happens? We teach the kids. We forget ourselves. When you're angry, you can throw punches in the air. You can, you know, use cuss words. <clears throat> In your own privacy is better than cussing someone else. And so find ways to express it. I, my thing is I, I just always go feel it. And I know that I'm angry. I feel it. But I continue on with the day. Maybe I go for a jog or go for a walk or I write down. And when I begin to <clears throat> feel the anger, when you begin to feel the anger, what's going to happen is going to mobilize what's really beneath the anger. <clears throat> when you feel the anger, you notice when somebody's angry or you're angry, you begin to cry. Okay? That's a wonderful thing because <clears throat> anger has mobilized the pain that's hidden underneath it. So when you are crying, you're becoming softer. The intensity is going down. And that's how we work through the emotions. <clears throat> so, hidden under the anger is pain, pain of all kinds, um, but let's just, you know, stop at pain. Hidden under the pain and anger is pain, pain of perhaps not being recognized, pain of being separated, pain of thinking we are not loved, pain of our perceptions that we are isolated or we are abandoned, okay? This is, um, this is a very common human dilemma. And it's not that, you know, good people don't get angry. This is not good or bad. There's no, there's no judgment here. Anger is a normal human emotion. We have to step aside and stop calling it a negative or a positive. It just is. The 
The key is to experience it, feel it yourself, understand yourself. What is, is that making you angry? It is okay to be angry. Allow the emotion of anger to mobilize what's hiding underneath it, which is pain most of the time. It's for you to figure out what that pain is about. Journalizing, writing things down, can help clarify, can help clear our emotions as well. Okay? So, you know, when we, um, if we hold on to the anger and not express it, it becomes rage. Chronic anger depresses our immune system. Chronic anger, it inflames our body. Our liver holds the anger. Um, so we really, anger actually is a wonderful emotion because it's telling you something is moving within you. The energy is moving within you. Don't stop it. Let it move within you. Okay? When we don't express anger and hold on to it, it becomes rage. You're a little bit angry, you don't express it. Next day, you're a little bit more angry, you keep second-guessing yourself, you don't know what to do with it, so you suppress it, and then what happens? You explode. Ever experienced that before in relationships? You don't communicate, you don't express, then one day, you just explode, and, you know, shit hits the fan. <laughs> That's what happens. And so tune in to your own emotions. Tune in to what you're thinking and feeling and feel it. Understand it. So think of anger. Any, all the emotions are, you know, there's a water element. Water is fluid. Notice the difference between water in the river that's flowing, fresh water, as opposed to water in a swamp. That water stinks. When we hold on to emotions and don't flow them, they begin to stink. Anger turns into rage. So what anger can turn into is illuminosity, radiance, insight. That's when, you know, our third eye or intuition. Anger directed correctly can heighten our ability to intuit. It can give us the, the radiance. It can help us look inside things, look into things, and go deeper. But when we don't understand anger and we don't express it or we keep swirling in the same anger instead of going underneath it, we keep fueling our own fire then we can cause a lot of destruction. Nobody wants that. Okay, that can turn, um, that can turn ugly, and it does every day. We see it in the. So, what I invite you to do is, um, so let's take a moment. Let's take a moment. Close your eyes. Again, come to your conscious breath that you have learned. 
drop the mind into the heart. It just means you are hanging out at the heart space to see what it is that you're feeling. So did this talk about anger bring up anything for you that you are angry about? Remember, this is between you and you. This is your inner world. Tune into what it is that you are angry about. I'm sure more than one scenarios may pop up. The intensity can come up. Sometimes you can feel a little heartache and it just, it's, it's bad. It feels bad. That's one of the reasons we avoid emotions because they feel bad. But it's okay. It's better to feel the emotions and go through them and feel bad for a very short amount of time than to suppress the emotions because then they blindside you with behaviors like passive-aggressive, depression, anxiety, all kinds of stuff, and we don't know what to do. So feel what you are feeling. Nothing is happening. You're still in your body. You can still feel the ground underneath you. You can still feel the vast sky above you. You're still breathing. All is well. Healing your emotions it gives you that inner strength. And it also makes you feel vulnerable. When we are willing to feel our human vulnerability it may feel like tears on the outside but you're inside on the inside you're strengthening you're becoming you you're creating an internal reference you're creating an inner steadiness within yourself so noticing the anger feeling the anger perhaps going a little beneath underneath that anger. Give yourself permission to feel that pain. What's the pain about? So you're allowing the emotion to be. You're accepting that this is how you feel. It's not right or wrong. It just is. And open your heart to your own pain to love your pain. Just like if you are a friend or your child was angry or was in pain, what would you do? You would hold them in your embrace. You are holding yourself in your own embrace.
So feel as much as you feel comfortable feeling. Many times our emotions can overwhelm us and scare us. That's why we don't want to feel them. So you just feel as much as you can handle. Okay. And go ahead and gently open your eyes. That's where working individually with an expert can help you. But just you can begin to do this uh, you know, coaching or self-therapy for yourself to begin with. So go ahead and gently open your eyes. <laughs> Notice how it feels to be in your body. Notice the state of your mind and the quality of your mind. Gently open your eyes and I'm going to go ahead and um, <clears throat> take a look to see. If there are any comments, and if you do have any comments, <clears throat> and if you do have any comments, um, put them here. I'll be happy to answer. So I noticed that because of the time, 11 o'clock, um, during the day, many people watch it afterwards. It's in the, right in the middle of the day. I'll see if I can adjust the time at a later time, but I'm trying to work it in in my schedule. So, and you know, if you're going to watch this video later, um, feel free to uh, put any comments or questions. And I always get them in my notifications, and I can always look at them and address them. And um, so, so just, you know, work with the fire breath, you know, tune into anger, go a little underneath it. It's a little self-exploration and get comfortable to recognize your own feelings and get comfortable with your own Thank you so much again. Namaste. And um, Amina Puri with MICS. <clears throat> you can also go to my website, areyouvedichealingcenter.com. There are many free uh, podcasts and things that you can listen to. So at this point, I'm going to um, end our session today and uh, have a wonderful week. And I look forward to seeing you <clears throat> next week.